Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode, we welcome back Maddie to the Max, voiceover actor and YouTube star, to discuss all DreamWorks movies. Last time she was here for Pixar, this time, DreamWorks. Enjoy! Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Tony and the Movie Guy. I am your host, Tony the Movie Guy, and as always, my co-host... Miss Money Annie. Miss Money Annie. And our guest this evening is the lovely, the exuberant, Maddie to the Max. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Maddie's back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Okay. Literally, you just like, got to let her do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just puts it there for the podcast, how amazing she is. And you stole my thunder because, no, you're the first repeat guest. Yes, I That's am. Right. Congratulations. So to be back. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, well, look, we had so much fun with you. We, we did. did the... Um, Pixar movies. Oh my yes. God, I like blanked for a second, <laughs> you know, um, with you. We went through the Pixar movies and then obviously we discussed uh, yeah. your talent as well because uh, Maddie to the Max uh, Madison uh, has her own, she's a YouTube star. She has her own um, YouTube channel uh, where you do impressions of, you know, all the animated different cartoons and TV shows, but it's it's so much more than that. Yeah. I watched some of the most recent ones, uh, the Coco one I yes. watched. I loved that. Yeah. And then you did like an eight minute impressions of all Pixar movies yes, all, I love that. which yeah. was really fun yeah. these are the newer ones yeah. and, and your subscribers has almost doubled yeah, since the completely. last time you came on oh the my show gosh, it's so much fun I remember last time we just completely went off on a, uh, a DreamWorks kick which was really right. funny because <laughs> also what I do on my channel is live action recreations like I've done live action Incredibles I've done live action Madagascar live action Finding Nemo where I uh, play all the characters and film it and edit it so that it looks like they're actually talking to one another and it's all on a green screen it's this whole big amazing thing so it was like yes we gotta talk about DreamWorks now we gotta do it that's right so that's our subject and our main topic for tonight is we're gonna just go back and forth and discuss the the dreamworks films uh and we'll probably have a little tangent here or oh, two of course we will um, first, <laughs> we obviously will yeah now first and foremost incredibles 2 comes out next week oh my gosh. just too late for this episode but we talked about that like what six months ago yeah. incredibles yeah. is one of my favorite pixar same, films yours same. too it is my second favorite movie of all time i absolutely adore it i just did how excited life. are you for the sequel i am, I, I am scare sighted i am both i am both super excited super is that a pumped. new word yeah i made it i invented <laughs> it scare sighted. i'm scare sighted because i i am so pumped for it but at the same time i'm so scared that it's gonna not be good right right because it's like i have such high expectations for it and I'm trying so hard not to because it's like if you have high expectations they're not going to be met but it's like I can't help it I have been waiting for this for 12 years right now it's like the trailer looks great I haven't watched the trailer great. that's kind of the thing it's like I'm oh. I'm already down for it I was like I I the minute, you haven't seen it I haven't seen it the minute <gasps> they announced the minute they announced it, I was like I, already, I buy my ticket 
as soon as I can, I'm buying my ticket. Don't show me the trailer. I don't want to know anything. I don't, I don't know the plot. I don't want to know any characters. I don't even want to know what they look like. It's like, I've still had things come through with the internet. And it's like, ah, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> wow. So I'm in like, I'm full hyper mode. Like every time I'm watching TV or a new trailer comes on, I'm like, okay, do I have to like hit pause or, you know, turn off the sound or right. I'm super aware right now. And I'm, I'm scare sighted for this. So they had some little like clip trailers that were like sneak previews, which were okay. But then they released the full trailer, which was fantastic. Yeah. And this might not have as much impact, but this is true. When I watched it, I kept thinking of you. Yes. Because there's a little snippet of uh, Sam Jackson's character, yep, yep. Frozone's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. your goddamn super suit, or however <laughs> that goes. Where's my super suit? I'm the greatest good you are ever gonna get. <laughs> so it's right out of that, and all I thought of was Maddie to the max. <laughs> and then what's her name? Edna Mode. Edna Mode. It's fire, of course, darling. darling. What a whole else thing did you expect? <laughs> it was simply marvelous. Exactly. So there's a whole little snippet with her as well. So I was like, I just kept thinking of you. Anyway, that comes out next week. And that's Pixar, so we won't talk about that a lot. But um, but we, we, had had to to we had to talk we about had to Pixar. I mean, it. we went on a whole How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> that's right. rant and, and our Pixar when we had to balance the scale here. Yeah. And we got to see it. I mean, I'm going to definitely uh, be in line to see that. It, Me too. I, I bought my ticket a month ago. Yeah, I, I do. I guess I'm trying not to have high expectations. I can't help it. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love that original one. And I, I will tell you this without any spoilers. It looks like a great action film as well which is what the original one just did so well it blew like, me away it's an action film action but also family drama oh absolutely yes, like exactly. it had this like so mind-blowing concept of a superhero getting sued we're not done on Incredibles yeah. yet, clearly. I know. It was just like, and so I'm still, I'm like, I wanted to still have that mind-blowing concept of things you never did before, but still have incredible action and great, like, thrillers, spy stuff, and, you know, also great family dynamic and character development, like in the first one, so I can't help but have high <laughs> I, expectations. I have pretty good hopes that you're going to be happy. I know. Yeah. I, just, I, I have not been happy with the Pixar sequels lately. You said that. So. I remember you mentioning that. <laughs> well, June 15th, we'll all find out. So that's Incredibles really? 2. Um, now, going back to before we go into the dreamworks film um because look i love your work i love how bubbly and exuberant you are and again uh look listeners you have to check out her show on youtube maddie to the max yes subscribe if you haven't and again it's so much more than just impressions you do tons of impressions but oh my her create is incredible you you create your own dresses suits costumes costumes, props makeup the the background it's it's like a a mini movie yes (laughs) it's so cool so that's that's maddie to the max youtube.com forward slash maddie m-a-d-i the number two the max there you go. That was her plug. And then <laughs> well-deserved, of course. And then Thank in you. terms of your, your show, um, Maddie to the Max, do you have any kind of new uh, videos you want to promote that you just did or anything new I coming up? I just came out with Edna Mode giving life advice video. Where oh, it's I, right out of the I Incredibles. Asked, yeah, like I asked my uh, my Maddie squad, my fans on uh, the YouTube community app to, you know, if you could ask Edna Mode any life questions, what would you ask her? And I got a whole bunch of responses and then I picked very select. I was like going through all, I was like, oh, there's so many good choices. What do I choose? And then I went through those and I had Edna answer them and Edna is unstoppable. Any sneak previews you can give us? Well, darling, I wouldn't want to give anything away, but your world will be changed. 
That's good enough. There you go. <laughs> okay, good. So yeah, definitely check that out. And then also, and it's something I think we touched upon last time, but I know you do other things. Yeah. You do voice acting. Yeah. You, do, you do other stuff. I, and I'm a voice actress. I'm an on-screen actress. <laughs> so I really want to give you uh, the time to tell us about that as well real quick, because I realized we didn't really talk about that a lot because I was so enamored with your Maddie to the Max show, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but what other work do you do like as a voiceover well, I do a lot of cartoon animation voices because oh, that, cool. that's what You're I love I, exactly <laughs> I like I love doing cartoon like I like watching cartoon kids cartoons more than just about any other adult show right because adult shows are they're pretty dark and yeah. kind of icky and it's like you know what I want to watch an awesome character development with bright color awesome story but also has like this really cool like background of truth and teaches you a good life lesson and has good morals it's like yeah I want, I want that. So I do a lot of voice acting with kids cartoons because they have interesting, fun characters and usually a really fun plot. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. What can people find that somewhere? Like anyone you, you want to mention? Uh, you can find uh, a lot of my work is actually on my YouTube channel. Okay. So if you really want to find something there, that's a great place to see my resume and whatever, everything that I do. And uh, yeah, if you want to hire me, I'm also on voices.com. There you go. Awesome. Okay, excellent. I just wanted to give you, uh, you know, a moment to mention that because I think it's awesome. You know, you do a lot of good stuff. So DreamWorks yes. movies. Uh, now, when I was going through this list, because I want to go through all of them, and and disclaimer, I haven't seen all of oh, them. Okay, good. I, 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 have I figure you might have. Have. I was okay, going, good. I was, going I was the hoping list so. As well, and I'm like... I, I have seen that. That, well, that was really bad. That one was really bad. That one was really good. That was DreamWorks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I have actually seen all of them. and <laughs> So that's awesome. So we'll go through them. And we probably won't spend a lot of time on the ones that we haven't seen. Um, but we can certainly mention them of and course. talk about them and, you know, our likes and dislikes. Uh, look, DreamWorks still has a very impressive resume for yes. animated. It might not for quite sure. be Pixar, but they have a couple of, they have three Academy Award winning yeah, movies. Absolutely. Over 14 billion dollar gross from all the DreamWorks yeah. films. They, they have some hit and miss. They definitely yeah. have some ones that For were sure. like, those were incredible and other ones I was like, what was that? Right. Okay, good. So are we ready? Yeah, let's dive right in. Let's just get started. Okay, good. So I remember seeing this film in the theater when it came out and actually when it came out, this is the very first DreamWorks film. It was quite groundbreaking at the time, which was Ants. Yes. Have you seen Ants? Yes, I have. Okay, I've seen Ants multiple times. And I remember Sylvester Stallone as the mm. buff butch ant and yeah. Sharon Stone as the seductress ant. And Woody Allen voices <laughs> the main ant. Um, and Christopher Walken, I think, is the bad general yeah. ant. Yeah, you know? yes, he is. And it was kind of adult-oriented. Yeah. And I know, I think A Bug's Life kind of came yes. out the same year. It was very for confusing for me as a kid because I was still young enough where I didn't quite get what was happening. So I remember friends that had both of the movies and I would get them confused. Me too. Because it was just like... Oh, you didn't know which one was which? I didn't which. know which one was which. I didn't know which name went with what. Well, one's Ray like, Romano and one's yeah, Woody Allen. Right? I, and I, <laughs> I didn't know who the actors were. I was too young to even comprehend the fact that that's animated movies weren't yeah. people in costume. Right. Like, I, that's what I thought animated movies were. They, <laughs> they were just people in really odd costumes. I didn't understand the concept of animation. So... Having an actor's name and knowing that and was like, the only way I could differentiate them was because Bugs Life, the the bugs were colorful. Right. And in Ants, they were brown. They, and yeah. that was the only way I could differentiate them. That's Couldn't true, tell yeah. you which 
went to what studio or which name went to which, but it was like, one of them's different from the other. Ants is one that I have re- revisited, mm-hmm. and I think it holds up quite well. Yes. You know, I mean, it's over 20 years old, but I actually really like Ants. I think it was a pretty impressive debut for DreamWorks. Yes. Yeah, the two meshed together for me a little bit. And Bugs then I, Life and yeah, Ants. Yeah. yeah, just like you said, yeah. but then I rewatched Ants recently, and I liked it. It's and they cool. are actually a very different stories. Very. Like, if you yeah. took out the fact that they are both ants and living in colonies and trying to save their colonies, it's, they're actually very different characters and very different stories. Yeah, I think Ants is more adult-oriented yeah, than Bugs absolutely. Life. Bugs Life is very family-friendly. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, that's Ants. Okay, good. So the next one is Prince of Egypt. I love this movie. I haven't seen it. Haven't so either. the floor so is yours, Maddie. <gasps> tell us, oh, tell it us is, how it is. is absolute, uh, first of all, you don't even know that it's DreamWorks because it's this like... This is Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's voice. just like so unbelievable. I know, why do I know that? <laughs> it's 2D animation, one of the few 2D animation uh, films that DreamWorks had. And it is this epic masterpiece of um, Moses, the story of Moses. And first of all, you get this amazing character arc from Moses where he started out as this arrogant prince of Egypt. Right. And then he discovers who his true lineage is and that kind of shakes his world and he has to run and he has to rediscover himself. And then, oh my gosh, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. And the music is this epic masterpiece of just mind-blowingness and then the the visuals of the beautiful 2d animation there's things you can only do with 2d animation that are just like stunning and they just pull it off flawlessly it is a masterpiece hands down both of you need to watch prince we need to watch it homework yes okay good the next one I also haven't seen The Road to El Dorado. <laughs> that one's yeah, fun. Is it good? It is fun. It is absolutely a fun film. I mean, it's just like it. You know the the horse from Tangled. Oh yeah, yeah. It loves the horse from yeah, Tangled. Yeah, it's basically the horse. It has the horse from Tangled, except like twenty years before the horse from Tangled okay. happened. Um, <laughs> and then it it would basically be if Neil Patrick Harris and Robert Downey Jr. did an adventure comedy together, and it was animated. Wow. That yeah. sounds fun. That it's was not actually, visual. It's yeah. not actually the boys, people that voice act them, but it's like they look like that. And I it's like you. You, if you, they were going to do a live action version, that's who they should cast. Because you can, it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah, I got to check out the ones yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah. Definitely. There's some, there's there some that you probably haven't seen that you don't need to check out, but so far these are some that you should check well, out. Well, judging by how much you lit up on Prince of Egypt, yeah. especially, yeah. I need to see I that. I love that movie so Okay, much. good. It's so beautiful. All right, so next we're going into the year 2000, Chicken Run. And I have seen Chicken Run. <laughs> That's Mel Gibson. Yeah. You haven't seen it yet? No, Miss Money any? No. I know oh. she's I, I feel like, so uh-oh. bad. No, it's okay. No, I mean, I've, I've seen a good amount on the list, but yeah. Don't worry, seen. there's plenty of these you will um yeah. have seen. It's just we're, we're just gonna go through we're, them we're all because up the ages. Yeah. And that's how we do it here at Tony and the Movie Guy. We go all in. Yes. We don't just do a snippet, we do the full banana. <laughs> I just wanted to say I just wanted to say banana instead of banana. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna carry on. Have you seen Chicken? I have seen Chicken. It's cute, right? I actually own it on VHS. It's from the guy who did Wallace and Gromit as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's fun for sure. As I got older, it's very childish. It's very childish, and it's the liared revealed storyline, which can be a little grating at times. Yeah, where it's like, oh my gosh, if you just told the truth, none of this would happen. Yeah. So it's Um, about a chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's about a whole farm of chickens that are Miss wanting- Money and he strikes again. <laughs> you I, are I said good that at this. Intentionally. <laughs> yeah, it's about a whole farm of chickens that are wanting to escape because they're not wanting to be slaughtered to be made into chicken pies. Yeah. 
So it's this whole elaborate thing of them trying to, to escape. escape. Sounds pretty much And yes, they're, they're chickens. Yes. Really? Yeah. But Are they chickens? It's by the same people that did Wallace and Gromit. So they have okay. this kind of weird sort of morbid but also hilarious yeah. kind of sense of it's humor. It's very dry British God. sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, and then it's the, the classic um, clay animation that That's is right. just beautiful. It's actually good. Um, but you, I agree with you. It's a bit outdated. Yes. Okay, we'll move on because the next one I think really established DreamWorks as a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And we all have seen this and love it Shrek yes now do you remember the first time you watched Shrek I do I remember the first time I saw the trailer for Shrek oh really yes okay well you one up me <laughs> I don't remember what, if I saw it in theaters I might have seen it in theaters but I definitely remember the first time I saw a trailer for it and I was like I want to see that when can I see that next year that's so far away you, you oh. know I'm really happy I didn't see any trailers and for some reason all the promotion and advertising escaped me. Yeah. We saw this in the theater. It starts off like this beautiful fairy yeah. tale. And then all of a sudden he rips the page out, <laughs> wipes his butt with it, yes. you know, sneezes. And I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah, it, it, from the beginning, it's just like, and this I is not your fairy tale. And I loved it to pieces. Yes. I mean, I immediately fell yeah. in love with Shrek, voiced by Mike Myers, yeah. Princess Fiona, Donkey. Cameron, Cameron Donkey. Diaz, and then Eddie Murphy as Donkey. So yeah, you know, oh, so the whole cast. So I mean, good. I mean, it's, I think the the first one and the second one are true, true treasures. Right. Everything after that, they yeah. kind of start just milking it a little too much. I think and there's bits of gold in the other movies, but yeah. you're right. They yeah. definitely went totally. downhill yeah, from that. Yeah, but the second one was yeah. Even better oh, than right. the first Puss in Boots. Right. Puss in Boots. That I, I absolutely oh. love that number that the fairy godmother does at the end. Oh, I need a yeah. hero. I just fell in love with that because it was so epic. So remember, we're going to get to Shrek 2. But oh, it's we, are, yeah. we are getting to Shrek 2. Yeah. Okay, then I will hold on to that. But yeah, the first time I saw uh, the trailer for the first Shrek, uh, I remember distinctly the very end of the trailer of Donkey going... Um, uh, I'm going to need some serious therapy after this. Look at me. My eyes twitching. Look at that. I remember him going down the stairs in the, in the trailer for that. And I remember that and being like, I want to see that. That looks funny. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was oh, perfect. Absolutely. I like talk about voice acting, yeah, right? I that's mean, something that's like yeah. a profession of yours. Mike Myers, you know, Donkey, his whole like yeah. Scottish accent, you know, yeah. as Shrek. Yeah. And then Eddie Murphy as, as Donkey. I and thought. Cameron Diaz. She was She was she great. Fantastic. Absolutely. But yeah. it was just fantastic. And yet the whole story, the music was, it was all, it was very like irreverent, you yeah. know, and, and quirky, but also still good for the whole family. Yeah, and it, 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 I liked how it took the fairy tale and flipped it on its head. Totally. And it was the first like it, in my opinion. It yeah, was. That really kind of was. Thing oh, totally where unique. It started it yeah. where it was like, yeah, you, you recognize these fairy tale characters from other things, <coughs> Disney, <laughs> and you, you kind of know them. And then it kind of takes them and goes, yeah, we're not quite doing that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I really like that. And there's even shots in Shrek where it's like, that. that's straight up, that that's the transformation from Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's exactly. shot for shot. Yeah, I thought of that too. Yeah. yeah. It, it, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, uh, Shrek is it's actually in my top 100 movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Like I had to put it on there. That's how much I love it. And I agree with you. They kind of go downhill from there after two. Yeah. Um, but the first one... It so good. is a classic. It's Absolutely. one of my favorite animated films. Um, and it gave DreamWorks their first animated feature Oscar. Yeah. It won the Oscar, uh, which was pretty huge. Wait, Shrek won the Oscar? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Best animated oh feature. My gosh. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and, and it was a huge hit. And then the second one topped it, which yeah. we'll get to. Yeah. Okay, the next film I haven't seen, so I'm going to uh, be interested in your take on it because I've heard it's good. Um, Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. 
Yes. Have you I, seen it? I have seen it, not in many years. Okay. Like, I could not tell you what the actual storyline of it was. I assume it's about a stallion? <laughs> yeah, it's about a horse, and I think that there's someone famous doing the voiceover for it, for his, like, inner thoughts. Like, he doesn't talk, remember. but you hear, like, his thoughts or something. I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember. I think I saw it twice when I was very young. It's okay. I like asking you about the ones I haven't seen because how much you light up on them yeah. is my gauge for, oh, I need to go see yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So I think it is kind of a sort of bit of a, a cult classic because I think there's now a Netflix series for it. Right, it's mm. quite well reviewed. Yeah, but I, I haven't watched it. All right, okay. so moving on, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. That's Brad Pitt. That No. It's not? Is it Matt Damon? No, no, it is Brad Pitt. It is Brad it, Pitt. It is Brad Pitt. Yeah, I remember and, the cast and, and I've seen bits of it. Uh, Brad is Pitt it good? and... Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, she's awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's Welsh. Yeah, and she's fan. It was great. It's a great... Catherine Zeta-Jones, Mosca Zara. She's Welsh. Oh, yeah. If you listen to her in what? interviews, her real accent is hilarious. She's got a strong no Welsh wow. accent. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's like, it's it's definitely one of the out there ones. Right. It's like, it's, it's, it's a Sinbad thing. Yeah, I remember but, pieces of it. Yeah, it's it's... Uh, it, it really combined 2D animation and 3D animation for some of the bigger monsters. The bigger monsters were 3D animated, which gave them this very, you know, foreign feel, which was great. They did that in Iron Giant as well, and it really, really worked. And I think Iron it Giant's amazing. Iron Giant's fantastic. It's not DreamWorks, right? No, it's not DreamWorks. But it's amazing, it's and been, it's Brad Bird. It's Brad Bird. Yeah, it is. He did Incredibles. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. And tomorrow. We later. totally digressed, but yes. it's okay. But yeah, it's a great story. Again, great character art, character development, incredible animation. Just absolutely one worth checking out. That yeah, I gotta check that one out again. That one's definitely a you should watch this. I, I actually saw that. It was a long time ago. I don't okay. remember it as much. I feel much, like I've but... seen pieces as well. Yeah, definitely worth sitting down and watching again because you're like, this is actually a really good movie. Okay, cool. Good. All right, right back to Shrek. So Shrek 2. Yes. So you're right. So Shrek turned these type of films on its head it was it was like a film that was for the family but very adult oriented and they turned that to like 11 on yeah. shrek 2 yeah. and then they introduced puss in boots yes voiced by Anto antonio, antonio banderas, banderas. I love puss in boots. oh puss my in boots is, god you're not alone in that scene so we got a spin-off oh. <laughs> i mean it's what was which really, we'll get to <laughs> of course what was really good about shrek 2 is that they actually took the story and then they continued it yeah which i didn't feel they really did that with the other ones like it felt like they were just like okay we need to have a story here but we don't really have anything to tell mm. but i really liked how in the second one it was like we really have a story to tell right. here with Shrek and Fiona being in love and trying to start a life together but at the same time they're both really outcasts right, he's trying to fit mm -hmm. in like being like royalty yeah, and, and like, then like living in the woods at the beginning yeah right? like I and think that's, blah, blah, there's blah. a great shot of them just happily yeah. skipping through the flower fields and then you see the people with right. torches and pitchforks <laughs> following them coming after them, them and yeah. it's just like that That was a great setup for like they're super happy but really outcast and they don't really fit in and then the, the entire story of him like being willing to give up everything to make sure that she's happy right. and that was just beautiful you introduce characters that are just so much fun oh prince charming prince oh. charming Rupert Everett. fairy godmother has one of my favorite lines uh, with and that who's fairy godmother it's a famous oh. british comedian oh very famous i can't believe i've gone blank on that too but anyway yeah, yeah very famous british well, she is a great line that is one of my favorite lines of all time where she says um Somebody get me something deep fried and smothered in chocolate. That's yeah. right. That is so funny. Yeah, and the way he like blows his hair back in the wind in yeah. slow motion. I mean, I have to mention in Shrek too, because uh, there's a couple of scenes that had me bawling over in the theater. Yeah. And like, I think this is what really hooked all the adults as well. Um, I mean, there's 
every scene with Puss in Boots was incredible, yeah. especially with the big bulging eyes. But yeah. there's that one scene where Puss in Boots is just like licking himself and cleaning oh, himself. And Fiona scene. runs up to him. She's like, Shrek. And he's like, no, baby. But for you, I could be. Do you <laughs> yes, remember that? Yes. And I was just, it was the most ridiculous thing you had seen. And then do you remember when Pinocchio's trying to save them? Yes. And yeah. they're trying to make his nose go longer. Yes. Like, you know, are you wearing a thong? No. And his <laughs> nose gets longer. And then so, like yeah. one of the three mice go up to him and pull his pants and goes, it's a thong. <laughs> and they pull out. I was like, oh my God, oh, they no. went there. Yeah. It's when you know this ain't Disney. Oh my this God. This is definitely not Disney. Though what's really funny is if you watch uh, the first Shrek movie, and then the second Shrek movie back to back there's a line in the first Shrek movie where Fiona, where uh, Shrek says to Fiona oh I guess you were expecting Prince Charming and she was like well actually yes and then you learn in the second one that there is actually a guy whose name is Prince Charming right. and he was meant to rescue her yeah and he's like the main bad guy in the yeah. second one it's Rupert Everett he's yeah. fantastic I love him so much it's so, so good. good they're so good and yeah, then like the I said the, the, the end scene with the this musical number and I just it's so epic yeah like i have that on my phone it's just like it's an epic like i i know the original i need a hero which is very slow and very nice and then you get this thing which is this great epic as they charge the castle and i just love that i yeah. love that to pieces it's awesome yeah and i mean shrek 2 cemented the franchise it i mean it made almost a billion dollars yeah it was huge and it, it totally deserved it yeah um i love so it so much so i think after shrek 2 is when they opened the ride at universal yes oh that's right was it after yeah. shrek 2 yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, I'm so sad they shut that ride, but I love they that shut ride. down the Shrek yeah. ride at Universal. I think they're, they're now making Blasphemy. it a Kung Fu Panda. It's open now. Oh, I yeah. love Kung Fu Panda, I know. But, but it's still. not a ride. It's actually oh. just like a little theater. Yeah. I was really sad because I loved that ride because it's a whole story. Yeah, in itself, you know, you're going to save Fiona again. Yeah, and this fantastic. And that. Anyway, I loved it. All right, that's Shrek. So we love Shrek. Okay, moving on. So this film's interesting. I'd love to hear your take. 2004, Shark Tale. I saw this it. was with Will Smith. I really liked I Shark Tale. Really, really I really loved liked it. It totally crashed and burned and I just kind of came and, and people went. People were really yeah. creeped out by like the Will Smith looking fish. Right. But I think I was young enough where I didn't quite know what Will Smith looked like, that it just looked like the character. And, so, so I have to I say like something that. real quick. Don't worry. I'm going to let you talk. But I talk about Finding Nemo or not, which people give me a hard time for is, look, over the years, I've come to appreciate it more. I've never been a fan of Finding Nemo. I, I saw Finding this. Nemo the same time Shark Tale came out. I enjoyed Shark Tale more. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why. Because now I've gone back and seen Finding Nemo. I'm like, okay, this is cute. Yeah. But I don't revere it like everyone else. Sorry, continue. Well, it's <laughs> because, I, yeah, they must have come out at the same time. And I must have seen them both. But I never in my mind was like, oh, these are next to each other. I should think about them, you know, which one's better than the other. It was just, I enjoyed both of them. They were both and, great. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't, I think I was just so young. When you're young, Time is like really stretched out. So mm -hmm. even though I pro they probably came out right around the same time, it was probably so far apart for me that it was just like they weren't even connected. Right. So I really enjoy Shark Tales. I really, again, it's the liar reveal story, which is not my favorite, but Will Smith has the charismatic thing to do it. Jack it Black. Jack, right. Black Jack Black as that vegetarian shark is yeah. just oh, adorable. Yeah. Awesome. And I actually really love the weird bromance that he has with Will Smith's character. And I really, really like that. And I find it absolutely adorable. And Jack Black is the saving grace of this movie. Yeah, he's fantastic. And actually, he's the wonderful. whole cast was great. I remember, like, Martin Scorsese is in this film. Yeah. You know, and I think Steve Buscemi. It's got a crazy cast. Yeah. Like, all these yeah. gangster sharks and stuff. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I'm glad too. you did too. I really did. You liked it too? I really yeah. did. Yeah. Yes. I think that I still said, have it on DVD. Yeah, that said, I haven't seen it in like a long time. Yes. But, oh, know, it's been a long time. For yeah. too, I think that the, the animation probably doesn't, doesn't look hold up nearly so well. as good now, but it's, it's still a lovely story that I absolutely love. Good, that shark tail. Okay, moving on to another franchise. I love this franchise. Madagascar. Yes. I love yeah, I this love the Madagascar Absolutely. movies. Feel it's free so to break into spontaneous I, impressions. I like I said, I did a live action Madagascar, so it's very near and dear to my heart. Sasha Baron Cohen's character. Yeah. He's the who is he? The um you know Sasha Baron Cohen. He's the British actor. He's yeah. the crazy little is like, he, he's the he's the he's he's Prince Ju- he's King Julian. Yes, yes. Is it like Lord a muskrat or something? Yes. What is it? He's um, um, um like, a ferret or a ferret, know. muskrat, something. It's a like muskrat that. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's King Julian. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, he's King Julian. First of all, I didn't know he was King Julian. I didn't <laughs> know that until right now. Um, so yeah, I love the story. I think that the third one is actually better. But I'm oh, sure I we're gonna lo- get- we'll get that. I yeah, love the third I love one. The third I totally one. agree. Um, it's fantastic. And it's, it's a fun story. Like it, for what it does, it sets up this story, and then later on, the, the story gets actually good in the other movies. But I really like. Uh, the wackiness of it. Yeah. Like, you didn't see this. Like, I think this came out alongside The Wild at the time, and The Wild just bombed. Oh, I never even heard of Who that. Who even remembers The Wild? Nobody. Mm. But this was so much fun because you got these wonderfully quirky characters. I love David Schwimmer as So the... he was the giraffe. Yeah, giraffe. he was the giraffe. Jada Pinkett Smith was the hippo. Yes, and she so was fabulous. She was so good. And then so Ben Stiller was the lion. Yeah. And, and then, um, isn't so... there four of them? Oh, yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. He was the zebra. Right. He was the zebra. Oh. And they're all in the New York Zoo and they escape. But actually what stole the film for me was was the the penguins. penguins. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Just smile and wave. (laughs) They were amazing. And they had their own spinoff movie, which we'll mention. You know, it's fun. It wasn't great, but it was fun. Yeah, so so I agree with you. It was fantastic. And then, yeah, I can't believe we all don't remember what it was, but Sasha Baron Cohen voices this little like (laughs) ferret muskrat little thing, King Julian. yeah. Who was hilarious. Now in hindsight, too. I'm like, that's absolutely perfect. That was perfect. Yes, yeah. that makes absolute sense. That's fantastic. Yeah, so that was a great film as well. Um, and then that swarmed a whole franchise in itself. Okay, moving on. Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, 2005. Yeah. You didn't see that, Miss no. Winnie. You'd I love like that Wallace film. Gromit, oh, you'd love yeah, it. Yeah, you'd love it. It's, it's actually... fantastic. Like most Wallace and Gromits, they're, they're been short. So they're maybe, what, yeah. 20, 30 minutes Tons long. of yeah. shorts, yeah. Yeah, and so this was like their first full-length movie. Animated feature. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think, yeah. And so it was like... It's actually kind of epic. It kind yeah. of goes in this really unexpected epic route where it's like a full three-act structure and it's fantastic and it has some twists in it that you don't see coming. And it's just... It was like critically acclaimed yeah, when it came it out. Was, you should definitely... definitely it's it. great. I yeah, love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love all the little... Oh, oh yeah. You'll love this so too. Good. We won't give anything away. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Over the Hedge. That's another film that just kind of came and went. Yes. I enjoyed that movie. That was so. that was right around it's the time cute. when 3D was really becoming a thing. You can tell because there's a it point. It was in 3D, you're yeah, right. There was a point when one of the characters puts on a pair of 3D glasses. Bruce and that, Willis was in that. Yes. One of the voice Bruce actors. Willis was a, played a, a thieving raccoon. Okay, don't laugh at me, but is it about hedgehogs? What's it about again? He, there, there is a hedgehog in it. There but is it's a, a bunch of animals basically trying to scavenge, right? I don't. Is there no, no there's a possum. Oh, okay. Maybe a possum. There's a possum in it. There's I feel two. like I know this. It's well, it's these, these bunch of uh, creatures, forest creatures, go 
into hibernation when they wake up their land has been remodeled as a suburb and all that's left yes. is this little patch yes. and there's this giant hedge i have seen this yes and yeah. so it's all about then, it's awesome i yeah. loved the first one it's <laughs> it's really fun again it's the liar reveal story which happens kind of a lot um but it has some great character you've mentioned that it. a few times explain it just yeah. for the listeners well it's a liar reveal story is when the entire thing happens uh the story happens when there's just one character that's basically driving the plot forward because they have this great big lie that they're you know mm. putting on like oh i can fly or oh i'm actually this or oh i'm You're actually right that's that. exactly what the plot of this yeah. is yeah and then it's revealed at the end that they're this and then they grow and become closer with their friends right. and all that redeem but themselves and exactly. save the day yeah it's it's been done a lot sometimes good sometimes bad this was a pretty okay version of it but especially as an audience member you're like oh my gosh if you just told the truth from the beginning everything right. would be fine <laughs> yeah. but you didn't so and now we no have movie. Story, right mm-hmm. okay fine um so yeah that it's not my favorite trope but it's okay when it's done right right they made a bunch of like straight to DVD or straight to video, you know, home video over the hedge films. Yeah. But I've only ever seen the first one, which yeah. I really enjoyed. There's also Steve Carell as a hyperactive squirrel, which is absolutely hilarious. In Over the Hedge? In Over the Hedge. There's... See, I probably didn't even know who he was at the time. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I didn't know who Bruce Willis was at the time <laughs> either. Um, but it's really funny because have either of you seen... Um, Days of Future Past with Quicksilver. Oh, yes. Well, that scene where he's like going really fast mm. and everyone's in slow motion, that scene basically happens in Over the Hedge. Oh, really? Oh, about yeah. 10 years before. beforehand. So it's like Days of Future they Past straight stole up it from DreamWorks. From Over the Hedge. Yeah. And that's like the best scene it's from really X Men Days really of the is. Future Past. It really is. Oh, my God. Now I want to watch that again. Over the Hedge is great. It's really funny. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, 2006, Flushed Away. I have no idea what this is. So. I love this movie. Okay, good. I love this movie. <laughs> Talk uh, about it. it. <laughs> it's, it's British. It takes place in England. And this um, this uh, pet uh, mouse who's very voiced by... Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it was, he was voiced by Hugh Jackman. Is this very uh, posh uh, pet mouse, basically. And he's never had anything bad happen to him. He just lives a life of luxury. And wow, he... I've never heard of this one. Yeah, and he gets a... Uh, accidentally flushed away down the toilet hence the title and he then discovers this underground world of the rats and mice in london in the london oh, wow. sewer and they have this whole society it is it's actually very fun and then it's, it's his whole journey to try and get home and he ends up recru- uh, getting a um, nether mouse rita voiced by emily blunt to love her yeah love she, she's so fierce in this because she plays this like not pirate, but she's like a um, a junker kind of mouse oh, that's right. like scavenges and finds things to help her family and all that. So she has a boat that's, you know, going to help him get home. And his great character development of where he starts at the beginning and just, just wanting to get home and then where he ends up at the end is just so sweet. And I honestly always wanted a sequel for this one to know what he was then doing afterwards, but they never they Never, never did, did that. it, huh? They never Aww. did that, which well, is really sad. That sounds worth checking I out. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it's that. It's my man, Hugh Jackman. I know. Yeah, all right. right, flushed away. Okay, good. And then we're jumping back to Shrek. So Shrek the third. So, okay, also I agree I with you. Shrek starting to go downhill. Where it starts to go downhill. Okay, good. So here's what I remember at Shrek the Third. Justin Timberlake's in it. Yes. He's not yeah. great. No, but I not. do remember the Frog King, John Cleese, dying, yeah. which was quite sad, but it's also hilarious. I found right. it really... Like, it, it was funny, but then it stopped being funny about the third joke of it. That's right. You're right. He kept, they, they he kept, kept, he kept dying, dying and then coming really, back. And then dying, dying and coming back. And You're by right. the third time, it was like, okay, this is just starting to get kind of insulting I remember and that. really dumb and 
uh, now I'm just wanting you to die. Yeah. Which is never something you want for a beloved character. Yeah, and I remember weird stuff with a wizard and stuff like that, which I didn't like very much, even though the cast was great. And then it was really weird because Puss and... And Donkey ended up switching bodies, and it oh, was that's really right. uncomfortable yeah. to watch. So clearly, they were kind of running out of ideas. Yeah. But what I do remember is all of the Disney princesses kicking that, ass. That, that is like the that best was part awesome. of it. Where they like were like Snow we're White and Rapunzel, yeah, and like Charlie's Angels. Yeah, it was like okay, now we're gonna be awesome. And I love the part where uh, Snow White just is like, oh yeah, you know she's always singing to birds, right? Well, now she's going to use them as attack animals. That's right. Which I just thought was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And I love that part. And I wish I wish the movie was more of that. More creative. Of what it was. So I think you're totally right. They were kind of milking it, it at this point. Yeah. It, it had it certain was, yeah. scenes that were fantastic. Yeah. But overall as a film, it, it was lacking. Yeah. So I, I agree. Okay, good. The next one, B-movie, 2007. <laughs> I remember it. It seemed like it was totally forgettable to me. Do you I, want I to counter that? This, like, or? three weeks ago. Absolutely. I just like I want to know bzz, what your bzz, bzz. your opinion on us. Did you like it? Recently. I only got halfway through. Oh, so you <laughs> didn't like it? No, not because I didn't like Who's it. Who's in it? It? Was, it was very late. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold yeah. on, Miss Money Any. Is it about bees? <laughs> What's it about? Actually, I don't know. I I I, I saw it's this a long sharks, time ago. Okay. Is it? <laughs> No. no, no, what's it about? It's like, about bees. It's no, about no, no, bees. I know, but what's, I'm actually hey, asking, seriously, chicken. what's the story? <laughs> um, Let's see. It stars um, it's Seinfeld, about- Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, I have seen this. He's okay. a young bee He's and a, doesn't want to be a worker bee. Right. And then he falls in love with a human. Um, a human? Yeah, he falls in love with a human played That's by right. Reese Witherspoon. That's right. And it's. How would that work? It's very strange. <laughs> That's kind of the thing that this money. <laughs> That's this, where I this went. Movie like, this movie makes you question. Film? <laughs> yes, and this movie makes you question these things, but it never quite answers those no. questions, and it's just really weird because about in the last third of the movie, it ends up turning into this environmental thing and yeah. like saving, saving the flowers and the bees, and it was just like. That is odd. You didn't finish it no. because you didn't like it. You just kind of didn't finish Somewhere it. Somewhere between the two. It was late and it wasn't good enough to finish. Yeah. Gotcha. I was sort of like, um, I got right to the part where he's starting to fall in love with the human. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bit odd. It's, it's, it's very odd. It's, All right. Moving on. Okay, good. I'm going to go to the next one. And here's one thing I'm really realizing, which is very impressive for DreamWorks franchises mm-hmm. yeah dreamworks has created incredible franchises yeah. pixar may have superior movies but these franchises yeah. I, I don't think you can argue yeah. are, are some of the most beloved franchises mm-hmm. um we already discussed shrek madagascar kung fu panda is the next yes. one the first one i oh, love see clearly, i love them clearly all. they learn from shark tale when like jack black is the heart and soul oh my God. people just love jack black let's He's give him his own movie phenomenal and make him look kung so fu panda. even more i saw that like in the animal. theater three times it's oh so i good. saw them all i love so them all we're gonna get to the others yeah. but i see, I, like I don't know why two. i love one two and three yeah. i don't know why i love them all they get better to me they're just they're fantastic, fantastic. I, I just the first yeah it's just you're so you're so like this guy i mean what he's i like so silly he's so silly he's jack he think, black what does he think he is again because his father is a stork a, or something yeah he's a goose he a goose he's a goose. he thinks he's, he's a, goose. a giant panda he's a giant panda played by jack black and you just want to hug him and you love him he thinks he's a baby goose and he just he loves the uh the the what is it the warriors five or? that's right yeah the, and the, 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 the furious five the furious five, five. Yeah. 
drive. And what's so great is that he's not like trying to break into their territory and he wants to be the fear. He just wants to see them. He's like a fan. He wants to meet them and unintentionally ends up becoming like the chosen one. He's like like, the chosen one. And he's like, no, 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 no. I didn't want this. Why you teach me to fight now? I'm not going to fight now. (laughs) And the the cost is incredible. That's the exact lines from that movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. It's Angelina Jolie. It's Seth Rogen. It's Jackie uh, Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know who else. Oh, Dustin Hoffman is yeah. the sensei. Now, there's a line in this which I absolutely love, which is the, from the, the turtle, the turtle master. He goes, um, the, the past is history. The future is a mystery. But na- right now is a gift. That's why it's called the present. That's oh, that's awesome. cool. I just love that line. That's a great that's line. That's really good. Yeah, the characters were fantastic. The animation mm-hmm. in Kung Fu Panda really movies beautiful. are visually stunning to me. Yeah. Like yeah. somehow the, they took it to another level. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And the to look overall at. message of it was actually really empowering, yeah. which was like the power is within you. There's no outside force. That's You're right. It was very yourself. Karate Kid esque, but yeah. for animation, yeah. in my opinion. It was like, really good. And spiritual. Yeah. yeah. Very spiritual. Which you don't get a lot of, which no. is like, hey, here's yeah. nice, you know. Yeah, it was that. Oh, and the that. villains, like the mm, tiger so baddie in the yeah. first one, and all so, of them. I thought so the scary. villains were like intense. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the other villains as we we get okay, to them. Okay, awesome. So we all love Kung love Fu Panda, Kung and you're yes, right, Jack yeah. Black. I mean, he was born for Lovable. that role. Absolutely he can keep lovely. making those till the end of time. <laughs> I'll watch them. Okay, I love that. You guys were totally in unison there. <laughs> okay, good. So then we have the uh, next sequel for Madagascar, Escape to Africa, that was 2008. So good. See, See, I don't remember I, this one as I, much. I, Isn't I this one where that the Chris like Rock beca- goes in with the other zebras? Yeah, that yeah. is the one. It's it's definitely my least favorite of yeah, the Madagascar. I love the third so one. I like love you. the third one, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But I love that one. The, the second, second one, one? Yeah. I feel like it was very much like they reused a lot of the same. I just shows. don't remember it. I like them all. Yeah, I mean, they're it, stuck in Africa. They somehow get to Africa. Alex the plane does, crashes. The plane crashes. They again, and they, or not again, the, that was the boat the first time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they get to Africa and they discover Alex's long lost family right. and that whole thing. And then there's oh, like that's this right. scar character who's also like, you know, a lion king. It was king kind of thing. Lion King ripoff. Yeah, and yeah. then they were also reusing a bunch of their old jokes and he kind of learned the same lesson he did the first time. And, and it the didn't hippo quite work. and the giraffe fall in love, yeah. Shrimmer and Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith. Yeah, which was, which uh, was, was cute. Not, it was cute. My favorite part was actually the tourists that end up getting stuck there. Yeah. And the little oh, lady the old lady. And they, she has this whole great speech about. New Yorkers and I'm like New Yorkers must love this speech because he's like we build skyscrapers and that whole thing which you know what I remember that that was cool yeah which I think is probably the best part of the movie is when then Alex then does his Alex the Lion thing and they're all like hey that's Alex the Lion we know him because we're New Yorkers from New York which I I like that part and I wish there was more of that in the movie but what the movie was was like "This, this felt like you ran out of ideas but you still had the money for another movie right I mean, it did really well. And as I said, yeah, I, I enjoyed I it. It's one. the one that I remember the least. Yes. You love it, Hermes well, Money. Well, I've got to now hear about the third. Because uh, this is bad. But the, the second and third mesh together for me a little bit. Oh, so I'm I like, oh, it. I love it. And now I'm like, wait a minute. We'll, we'll maybe get I to it. Like it yeah. yeah, we'll definitely. We'll, I'll, I'll definitely talk about it. Because I loved all of them. This is probably the same as you. I've seen the third one more times yes. than any of the others. Yes, it's like one of the only ones yeah, I've seen on DVD. There's something about it. They have that Katy Perry song, Fireworks, which somehow works 
works so beautifully yeah, for no, it. Okay. I'll, I'll stop. We're, we're, we're going to get, get there. To don't worry. Okay. Okay, good. We're going to move on. Um, Monsters vs. Aliens. This is Reese, oh, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, Reese 2009. Witherspoon. This came out. Seth um, Rogen. Yeah, this came out like almost 10 years ago. Mm. I only watched it a year or so ago. I was quite surprised it's with how much really I enjoyed fun. it. If you're, if, if it's like, okay, let's just have a good time. Yeah. They're, they're clearly going to use the, what they have and they're not taking themselves too seriously. It's and a they're cool film. Be, it is. It's it's a weird film. The animation looks really weird. The animation is strange. Yeah, but the story itself is kind of fun because you get all these classic uh, monsters and you kind of see them how they interact is actually my favorite part of the movie is them just interacting because right. they're like I'm a giant blob I'm a man that has a giant cockroach for a head I'm the missing link you know I'm these you know weird weird I'm and a giant Reese woman. She becomes a giant woman. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's this really weird thing and I you really like it? that. No idea what you're talking about. It's actually yeah. really good. It's Monster re- vs. Aliens. And then aliens crash and the government sends them in to fight them yeah. and then they do that whole thing and that, yeah. that's fun. But I just, I actually like them and then they just become comfortable with who they are. Yeah. Which, it was a pleasant surprise for yeah. me. I, it wasn't amazing, but it yeah. was like a fun like don't evening go into watch. It. Don't go into it thinking you're going to watch How to Train Your Dragon because it is not How to Train Your Dragon. Well, Maddie to the Max, the next one is How <laughs> to Train Your Dragon. My favorite dream. So yes. this is another franchise and I agree with you. Yeah. How, How to Train Your Dragon isn't just my favorite. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Yes. It's also me on too. my my top 100 list. It's up there with Shrek. It's a very different kind of film. Yes. Um, Shrek is so quirky and charming mm, and you know, funny. Yeah. And How this, to Train Your Dragon is beautiful. It is. I mean, just with the the setting, but the overall story and the characters arcs. Toothless. I, yeah. I mean, I love what I love about it is it takes its time to grow. Absolutely. Which you don't get a lot. You, it really does. And I don't feel like the sequel did it nearly as good. But th- this movie, it took the time for them to really become friends, for them to understand where they were coming from. And then he decides to build the, the fin. It wasn't like, oh, I knocked off his fin. I better go build him a, a prosthetic fin Right, now. there's real peril. There's real peril yeah. and there's tension. And there's actually, what I love that they did with the animation is they took the time to see the characters' reactions. Like, yeah. I know when the first time Toothless flies away and, and Hiccup is just there, they took the time to watch him go, <laughs> and fall oh, yeah. down. Yeah. There's this beautiful moment right after... Um, Stoic is like you're not my son and he like walks out on him where they, they, they're on his face and they actually you see him go and you, you see yeah. the, see the impact of that you mentioned that last time That's you right. were yeah, on the like, show I love that I'm like I want Maddie I, I watched the film and I remembered that and I was like oh yeah Maddie's the Max mentioned yeah, that scene and yeah. you're right he stops and he's like <sighs> big sigh closes yeah. his eyes this is the, an audio podcast but visualize it yeah yeah and it's just I love that and I love it with there's so many characters where you just get to see their reactions to things which yeah. makes them more real and it makes that moment mean more because you can feel what the character is feeling in that moment which oh, yeah. I absolutely loved about that the soundtrack is phenomenal I was about to say the, oh, the Scottish gosh. music and all those yeah. they throw in there is so beautiful so it was the, just gorgeous uh, Forbidden Friendship is my favorite score and that is the when Toothless and Hiccup are slowly becoming friends and mm-hmm. it's just and leads up to that that hand on the muzzle thing which is just oh, so beautiful, so beautiful, and I absolutely love it. And it has some of the most visually stunning mm-hmm. aerial sequences yes, like, you'll ever see. The actually, flying sequences I actually are incredible. Saw this movie in IMAX, yeah, me too. And it was too. absolutely worth it because yeah. you just you could I think I saw it you could feel yeah exactly oh. yeah. you could just feel right you could like feel the wind, the wind as, brushing against as you're your sitting, face because 
they really smart. They put the camera on the back mm-hmm. of Toothless. So you, you're watching kind of right behind Hiccup, yeah. which is really great because then you're like, I'm on a dragon. <laughs> yeah, totally. God, so I would love to see that in 4D. Oh my gosh. With like the amazing. wind and the movement. Oh, they that balance be it incredible. out with some really great comedy too. Like they do. With the, the village people and yeah. stuff. And but his it's little not like friends. over the top. No, it's, it's like not, not like funny little pieces yeah, that are really like, cute. Who is it? Um, What's so that guy? Yeah, there's Jonah like, Hill's in Jonah it. Hill. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. And, and he... TJ Miller. Yeah. <laughs> They're just funny. so good. And, and I, Jay Baruchel think, is a hiccup, right? Yeah, and America, America Ferrara, Ferrara is, is the main lady. Yeah, yeah as Astrid, girl. and she's perfect. Astrid, yeah. And I love that. And I, I also love the, the great dynamic setup between Astrid and Hiccup. Mm-hmm. The comedy isn't like, we're being serious. Now we're being funny. Yeah. It's no, like, it, it, was, was it was the perfect It's a balance. perfect blend. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, love and it. I'm glad we're all in agreement on it. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. I actually, I love, I love both of them and yeah. I, I can't wait for the third one. I'm actually a big fan of the uh, Netflix Race to the Edge series that they have it, for that. There's, it's like a spinoff? Well, no, it actually takes place between the second movie and the end of the first movie. Oh, and wow. It, it's straight to Netflix? Yeah, it's like, a straight to Netflix original... thing. They have like... I want to say six seasons. It's oh, really wow. good. I mean, it's not like the high quality version of... Will that ruin it for us or no, not? Okay. I don't think it will ruin it. It's it's not like the, ooh, this is like perfectly written and balanced and the pacing is perfect. It's a TV show on Netflix. The okay. animation quality isn't nearly as high, but there's absolutely some fun moments if you can get into the groove of it where you're just like, yeah, I feel this. I love this. This, cool. is, this is funny. You get to see more dragons, which is always very fun. You get to see, you know, Hiccup develop his flight suit. You know, oh, fun, wow. fun things things that grow because it's just really fun. Well, I'll to check that. it out on yeah. a Sunday morning. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's our, our mutual love for how to train your dragon. Well deserved. Okay, good. So moving on, our next one is Shrek Forever After. Okay, so I saw this in the theater. I did too. Um, I totally forgot about it. And then like a year or so ago, I remember going, oh my God, they made a fourth Shrek movie. I better, I bought it. And I watched it. I don't think I even ever saw it. It was mildly entertaining. Basically, it's exactly what you said, Maddie. They're just milking it at this point. Yeah. So the the, the whole plot, it's Rumpelstiltskin, who's not the, bad. The but... only animated version of Rumpelstiltskin anybody has ever done right. is in this movie. But, but, but basically, he makes a wish that none of his family oh, and his kids this. and yep. nothing yeah, ever happened. Always... And it all goes back yeah. to the past. Yeah, and he has to figure that out. It's, it's, I, I do like this, this scenario of this what if scenario, yeah. which you get a lot of that in the How to Train Your Dragon fandom of like, what if Hiccup had never shot down Toothless? Like what if he had decided... Doors. Yeah, like, you know, what if they went that path instead of that path, which is fun because you get, in this movie, you get to see, you know, what if no one ever rescued Fiona? Mm -hmm. It's like, what would she have done then? Which was fun, and I enjoyed that, but the rest of the plot around it was kind of like, what? It was like a pointless film. It really was. But because it was characters you care about, it still did well. I still liked it, but yeah. it's very forgettable. Yeah, I like, don't remember it at all. I think it it felt it, it felt like someone found some Shrek fan fiction and was like, hmm, <laughs> let's uh, let's make this into a movie. We let's, got no other ideas. Now that said, I'm a sucker for the Sh- Shrek franchise. If they made another oh, yeah. film, I would be in line to see I it hands have down. I've heard that they are making a another fifth one. Film. I hope I'm so because Mike Myers doesn't seem to be that busy. So yeah, and Eddie Murphy has been like, hmm, I'm not doing Donkey ever again. So. Which is ridiculous because it's one of his best characters yeah, yeah. So, anyway I, whatever. I don't know if that's actually true that they're making another shrek one but i feel like i have heard that rumor somewhere uh, i'm a sucker for those things if it's something i love i'll yeah, see it even I'll if it's it. not that yeah, great for sure but okay that that one's kind of uh, forgettable okay the next one in 2010 is such a pity this film because i love this movie megamind yes! megamind got 
absolutely crushed by Despicable Me. Oh, which is such a pity. Yeah, because it came out at the same time and it's pretty much a similar story where oh, it's Will like Ferrell where he's the bad guy and him becoming a good guy and Despicable oh. Me became the big breakout franchise But hit. only because of the Minions. If the Minions right, hadn't it was the been minions. in Despicable Me, it, it would have absolutely lost to... I mean, I still I like it, but I get what you mean. Yeah, I like I do enjoy the first, the first Despicable one. Me. Right, but the Minions is what made it a absolutely. sensation. You're totally absolutely. right. And the Minions film made a billion dollars more than all the others on I its own. I have watched Megamind multiple times and I love it. I think yeah. again they have this great pacing. And Brad Pitt as like the Superman <laughs> yes! character. Tina Fey's the reporter. And um, Never heard of Megamind? No. Oh, oh, it's this great. This is definitely one you should watch. It's I Jonah fantastic. Hill is the reporter. Yeah, and um, uh, Tina Fey, right? No, there's another one that, um, that voiced the main character. Oh, I know Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Frank, yeah, Will yeah, Ferrell. It was yeah. Will Ferrell. He's Megamind. He's Megamind. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically what would happen if Lex Luthor did manage to kill Superman, but okay. Lex Luthor was kind of not oh, dumb. What do but I do was, now? <laughs> he was like, I, I, I meant to do this thing. Now what? Yeah. So then it's this journey of him trying to figure out what he's supposed to do next, trying him falling in love with Tina Fey's character, and this whole shabacle that happens as he tries to figure out huh. who the heck he actually oh, is. Oh, you would love Megamind. It's fantastic. Like it's, it's really, really good. It's really funny, too. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, you'd it's absolutely really good. love it. Again, great pacing, great character development, giving characters the time time to grow and figure things out on their own and chance to breathe. Yeah. Which is, it's not like action-packed all the time. Yeah, and it was really well-reviewed when it came out. Yeah. It just didn't do well because of the Despicable Me movie, like which kind of became a franchise. I do too, because they had actually been like wanting to set up a sequel and they yeah. had even come out with a short and that was really good, but it was like... You came out next to the Minions and no it's one thought that was going to It's also such an odd thing they do in Hollywood sometimes yeah. where they release two films that are that almost are really exactly similar. the same. Yeah. Do you ever see Ed TV yeah. and The Truman Show came out yeah. the same year? It Sh- killed Ed TV. Nemo. That's Ants right. And Bugs Life. Mirror, Mirror. And then they did mm-hmm. like... The, uh, um, the, um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. yeah. It's like Capote. Where and then, one, per- one yeah. studio hears Truman. that another studio is doing this so they try and do one even faster. Yeah. And anyway, that's a hidden gem, Megamind. Okay. I, I love that movie. I own it actually, yes. and yeah, I watched it again six months ago, and it, it just reminded me how mu- how charming it was. Absolutely charming. Yeah, great film. Okay, good. Now, Kung Fu Panda Two. Yes. Okay, a little story, real quick, and then I'll let you girls take over. I and yes, I'm going to admit this on this podcast. I remember this vividly, being the only grown male on his own with a. <laughs> Big box of popcorn in a theater on opening night watching Kung Fu Panda 2 with hundreds of children (laughs) and their mothers. And I was just transfixed. This is an amazing visual. Yes, I see it. I see it. No, it doesn't sound like you love the second one as much as the first one. I'm trying to remember it. I love the second one. So the second one is the one where um, his, well, big spoilers, his father dies. Which tore my heart out and where and toothless kills the father wait, wait, because wait, wait, wait. you're this on the wrong movie you said kung, kung, said kung fu panda, panda oh my too. god i'm talking about how to train your dragon <laughs> too like, talking about wrong franchise die? have we even gotten to that die. one yet no. no we haven't done okay all right good i'm going to <laughs> i'm gonna shelf that for later all right i didn't see 
No, I did see Kung Fu Panda 2 in the theater in exactly the same way. I've seen them both. That's why I got it mixed up. Okay, I'm going to leave this in. That's um, amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that happened. It's okay. for once it's not me. Yeah, I, I was so confused because I was like, his father didn't die. Both his goose and the only one his father never the died. Okay, so you know what I just realized and you're totally right. Now I have to admit that I did it with both <laughs> movies. I saw How to Train Your Dragon 2 okay, on my okay. own in a theater full of children on opening night. And I also saw the film we're supposed to be talking about, Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah. And I absolutely, uh, Kung Fu Panda 2 was actually my favorite one. I, I absolutely loved Doesn't it. Doesn't that I thought, have a dad storyline too, though? Um, yes, it does. Well, but that's different. the twist oh. towards the end. Oh, okay. You find out he actually has a father. Um, but this is all about finding his chi. Yeah. That's right. Which was really funny because it does reveal that he his his goose father reveals that he was adopted. Right. And the shock of that <laughs> yeah. for him, he's like, what? what? I'm not a I love, goose. I love the part where he reveals so he reveals that to Tigress, where he's like, "I just found out that my dad isn't my dad," and she's like, "Your dad, the, the goose." goose. <laughs> so it's like, good. yeah, I know, shock, right? <laughs> and. I just remember, again, I'm in the theater and there's all these kids and there I am, like, terrified. <laughs> like, the stork baddie, yeah, I, yeah, I really actually found very peacock. threatening. It was a, a peacock. peacock. I thought it was very threatening. Yeah, and I think that was it's really cool because in the first one, it was like he could he could poke and fight this, the, the villain hand-to-hand because he was like, he could go up to him physically. Right. But this guy was someone he could go up with mentally. Right. And that's where he kind of shook him because yeah. he did kind of get in his head and he did freak him out and all this stuff happened. So that was why it was a very different villain. I'm glad they didn't just go for, we're going to have another strong guy that's coming to, you know, defeat the person who's got to punch him real hard. It was like... Yeah, it was like a, the battle of the wits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More than physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love the part about him finding his inner balance and his right. inner peace. That's what this that was, was all centered beautiful. around. And again, having the spirituality in there, which is so nice. And I remember the characters all really connecting well in that yeah. one. Because like, he gets to know them all better. Absolutely. And now yeah. they respect him. And it's, Yeah, it, it's, was, it, it was more like they were a family. They were mm-hmm. more like siblings and they yeah. would joke around it. I like that there was no Me, love interest. Right. That was really nice. It was yeah. like, we don't need her, him to have something with Tigress. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, they make I fun really, of each other. Yeah, they're they're siblings. They, yeah. they poke fun at each other. They see how many dumplings he can shove in his yeah. mouth at once. I love that part. Yeah, and visually it was gorgeous. Of course. You yeah. know, and, and it's funny as well. I just, I, I remember, again, I was in the theater and I just, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was yeah. And I, again, I loved the third one which we'll get to the third one is much more childish yes. than the other two um, I but i still enjoyed it that, that i still liked it just yeah. not quite as much right. yes i loved them all but you're right it all yeah. comes down to jack black yeah oh. and then what was fantastic. revealed at the end of this movie is that poe's actual father is actually still alive right and i remember seeing that and going wait are they actually oh gonna God. get a third one right are they actually they're actually doing it. they actually and then they did it and i was like oh they yeah. actually, I know, turned to the nine-year-old kid next to me. I was like, no way. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like on my own. <laughs> so I just kind of stood up I, and walked I've out. I've definitely <laughs> had times where it's like I'm super into something and I just, at the end of the movie, I'll like, the person next to me, who I don't know, I'll turn to them and we'll start like crying or talking or laughing about something and then they'll get up and leave and we'll never talk to each other again. <laughs> but you had that moment. But we had that moment together. We had a moment. That's fantastic. Okay, good. So I'm going to move on from Kung Fu Panda 2 and we'll discuss how to Train Your Dragon there 2 you later. Yes. Um, the next one is Puss in Boots. Okay, this 2011. Yes. This film's interesting to me because I remember people were so excited for it. Mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots stole every scene he was in yes. in, in the Shrek 2 and Shrek 3 and, and the fourth one. 
And then when it came, it kind of came and went. And yeah. Salma Hayek's in it, Penelope yeah. Cruz. And I think uh, Zach Galifianakis is the... Uh, the egg. The egg, Humpty yeah. Dumpty. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty. I still liked it because I remember yeah. the cat that goes, ooh. <gasps> yeah, this is, again, not audio, but you can Google it. But yeah. the ooh cat, yeah, I did which like cracked that too. me up. And I, but, I liked a lot of the cat jokes that were in it, like the, yeah. them chasing yeah. the lights. That was fun. It was, it was like funny. fun, it was but fun. It kind of, it's what very forgettable. It was really hard for me. It was like, where does this fit in in the Shrek timeline? Right. Yeah, like, here's true. these things that are showing this point, yeah. but he, he's definitely not that character that he was when he was first introduced in the Shrek, but he's definitely not at that. But so was, that it was, was like really fan service. It was. And yeah. I was like, where, is this an alternate timeline? Right. What is happening? And it, that was like, I kept trying throughout the entire movie going, where does this fit in? I'm so very confused. Yeah, I and agree. Then the problem was it was really hard to look at Humpty Dumpty. Like it, I he just looked so I weird. didn't want to look at creepy. him. It yeah. was like I don't want to look at you. Please get off screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I that agree. was really hard. But I, I liked. I really loved Puss because I was really excited for yeah. Puss in Boots. It too. did well. It yeah. just I guess maybe uh, Banderas didn't really have any interest in creating a franchise. I think it has a Netflix series now. I think you're I right. That I've it. seen some stuff like original stuff on mm. Netflix, yeah. but I, I never watched it yeah i never have either all right well that's puss in boots okay good so next one is madagascar 3 yes. europe's most wanted okay. so we'll talk about this a bit um because i i agree with you this is uh, i was so surprised with how much i enjoyed this film, this film it's is so, so fun good. it's really funny because the first the, the second one was such like it was ripping off from itself it was ripping off from other things it was just like not very good i did not like it it wasn't fun and then i feel like someone was like okay we have madagascar 3 we have that one the second one did good we're gonna do another one what are we gonna do and it was like someone came and was like you know what guys get out I'm taking the script. I'm taking these characters. I'm just going to have fun with it now. Mm. I'm just going to have fun. And they just had fun oh with it. Oh my God, it's so the fun. Remind me all, what happened in this movie. Um, they go to get the penguins from uh, some some casino. And okay. then they end up... That's right. And then they end up um, crashing in Europe from right. the plane. And then they have to join a circus to That's try right. and get back to America, to get yeah. back to New York. And, and they bring everyone together. And then yeah. Tina Fey, I think, plays again. That There's this like parole officer or yes! like police oh woman my gosh, she's who's fantastic. hunting them who is excellent oh she uh captain dubois and yeah. she's just she's animal p- control and she's absolutely hysterical yeah off her rocker hunting these animals and it's hilarious but the thing i love about it was that the characters didn't go through the same story arc they did in the first two movies you're right it's a totally different it's movie totally that's different probably thing. why i enjoyed it you don't ha- i think there is still the liar revealed story in it but it's also not right because it's not like oh we're lying and we're just trying to make you think that we can do these things but we really can't but they actually could do these things. They actually right. did really help the circus. They actually could do all these tricks because they did know that from their time beforehand. They all could actually all do these things. They just weren't circus americano. Yeah. And so, Don't they? They make it back to the zoo and they, they decide not to stay there. Yeah, right? they make it yeah. back to the zoo and they're like, huh? After yeah. everything we went through, after that all the movie, like, so it it really? it's like a culmination of yeah. all the films, which I love. And yeah, the, the Katy Perry circus scene again yeah. is just like wow. This the is fireworks song. it works so well for the movie. It really does, and I think the thing that people really hated about it was the fact that there was that commercial of the zebra in a giant afro wig going that 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 circus that 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 afro, and people saw that and they were like, we hate this automatically and we hate it, and it's like maybe 20 seconds of the movie oh yeah no and the film like, was a huge hit oh it was fantastic. bigger than all the others i loved it. i think the fact that that afro was then on all the promotion 
I know what you're talking about. So yeah. <laughs> because the story was so much more than that. And they were so good. And I just loved the characters and what they did with the characters and how they really grew the characters. Like they hadn't done that in previous movies. Yeah. And they just really let them grow and have fun. And I just really liked it. And they weren't jerks. Yeah. Like that was a problem. Alex in the first two movies was a jerk. Yeah. He was a true. jerk. You didn't like him. You like him in this movie. Mm -hmm. First of all, he's nice to the seal. He gets the lion or that he gets the tiger back on his feet and really encourages him to go back out there and do this. He helps this dying circus. It's well, I beautiful. need to rewatch this movie. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I've watched it. I don't remember times. it as much as one. Well, I need to watch the whole franchise. It's really good. Can we do a Madagascar it. day? We yes. will. Okay. And then you have to watch my live action too. While there you do go. It. We will. So you have to do that. All right. Well, winding down, ladies, and I've still got a few more to go uh, to go and. Uh, I want to finish them all. So uh, yes, let's, let's, let, let's move on. But I agree completely. Yeah. They're fantastic. Uh, and the third one is so fun. All right. Rise of the Guardians 2012. Yes. Oh, um, I like this movie. I have lot. seen this. This so is pretty good. good. This is the one with Jack the, Frost. Okay. Jack Frost and then the rabbit. And yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny. He's That's so right. cool. And we have Santa, Russian Santa. That's right, who's Santa Claus. Who's this guy Claus. with the swords and these tattoos. And he's such a cool it's Santa. It's so bizarre. That's it's what so I remember. It's so bizarre. And it was so good. And it was so clearly set up to have so more So you story. love it. I love it. I'm so upset that there's not a sequel. We have Jude Law as this villain who is absolutely fantastic. It's like basically what I would imagine Jude Law was as Loki. He's like a Loki-esque mm -hmm. villain oh, where like you Tom like Hiddleston. him. Yeah, yeah, he's smooth. He's the boogeyman. And you really like him. And he's like, oh, what are you afraid of? The dark. And he's like, mm -hmm. what goes better than cold and dark? And you're just like, it's I a great like accent. <laughs> oh, he's fantastic. And I thought this story had so much more to tell. And I absolutely loved it. Jack Frost stole my heart the minute I saw him. Let's be real. Yeah, he was so popular. He was a heartthrob and he was fantastic. And it's now got this cult following. And DreamWorks still hasn't decided to do anything else with it, which is a shame because these characters are so interesting. You got it's basically the Avengers, but with child childhood fairy tale creatures. Mm -hmm. And you've done uh, videos of yes. these, this specifically. Yeah, I've seen uh, some of them. Of, yeah. uh, of Rise of the Guardians. Right. <sighs> That's so good. Cool. I remember what was really it. funny about the Rise of the Guardians, what came out of it was the Rise of the Brave Tangled Guardians, where they basically wanted Brave, How to Train Your Dragon, you Rise of the Guardians, yeah. and Tangled to all come together. Right. And it was like, it was really fun there for a time. And it was like, yeah, we got these, you know, it was kind of really early on in like the Disney uh, 2, 3D animation stuff. And they were like being very similar and they had a lot of the same feel and they really were wanting that crossover. Frozen came along kind of threw right. a wrench into that but it was like ah oh, that would have been so cool these characters are so individual and it would have been like the avengers it would have been really yeah, cool. you're making me want to see it again because I, I remember watching it and enjoying it but it kind of came and went for me which is so sad it's okay it's so I'll, I'll check it out okay we'll move on the crudes I like I the Croods. That's Emma Stone, Nicholas Cage. I ran to see this in the theater. Yeah, I saw oh it in the theater. Okay. It was it was good. I didn't love it, but I it was good. It. You loved it, I huh? Love it. Well, I have a story to tell. Okay. So <laughs> I was going to this uh, event, this gathering that I was uh, going to go to. It was like a Hollywood thing, but nobody ended up telling me that it had gotten canceled at the last minute. Oh, no. I had a fever that day, but I was like, I have to go to this thing. It's really important that I go to this thing. So I went down there, got there, and was like, um, where is everybody? I was like, oh, did nobody tell 
tell you got canceled. I was like, oh my God, I'm down in Hollywood. I have a fever. I feel terrible. I, uh, I'm i trying to you know, salvage so the you day. you went to watch the Croods? Yeah, so I actually, I went <laughs> wow. to In-N-Out. I got my burger. I hid it in my bag. Best burger and on I planet went Earth, folks. And I watched the Croods, which was so unexpectedly good. And yes, it is the best burger in the world. And I, <laughs> and I had my burger and fries and I was eating and I was like, this makes everything better. About my Hold on, you bought it in the theater? I snuck it yeah. in. You snuck yeah. it in? That's the way to do it. Girl. Just, don't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, I did that. And then I was just like, my head was hurting because well, I had this sounds fever. Like heaven. But it was just like, this is such a good movie. This is making me feel the feels. I love this. Ryan Reynolds is a heartthrob. Oh, that's right. What? I love Belt. He's fantastic. And I have an in and out burger. This day has been salvaged. So I have this really, I have this deep love for the that I can because appreciate. of that. And I just, I love it. Yeah, that's an underrated one. I, it's enjoyable. It's and not again, great. And there was, was talk fun. of a sequel happening and then it just kind of went away. Because it was quite well reviewed. It's funny, now the expectations are so high. If it's not a massive blockbuster, yeah. then they're kind of like, because I remember The Croods was quite well reviewed yeah. and it did okay. It yeah. did. It but it, it wasn't a sensation. I honestly think it was one of uh, um, Nicholas Cage is best yeah his voice role was fantastic he was born to play a caveman i'm just saying (laughs) that's right and emma stone also has the perfect voice for like a cave person like she was great and then you got ryan reynolds who is just like i'm the i'm the modern man i am not a caveman i have ideas which is like looking back and i'm (laughs) like it was cute it was really it was very cute i loved it all right we'll move on turbo was the next one that's the one with the snail I don't remember. It's I terrible. think I saw it. So, it's oh wow, this it's is the racist. only one it's, you didn't like. It's Maddie God awful. Terrible. It's terrible. It's so stupid. It's like this snail gets supercharged with mm, car fastness yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. And at now all. he wants to be in the Indianapolis Five. I love how she said it was we, racist. It's about a it snail. Is, it is <laughs> racist as in a race. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what it was. Unintended. And then he gets into the Indianapolis Five Hundred, and yeah. he's a snail. Yeah. Right. He's a. In the Indianapolis 500. I'm sorry. That is so wrong. I just, there's too much suspension of disbelief. I could understand a fast snail, but the fact that you're wanting him in the Indianapolis 500 racing against cars and then he wins and you give him the trophy. It's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Can, that's just ridiculous. like this is this is a really fast lamp. We're gonna put it in the Indianapolis 500. Let's do it. It's like, well, clearly the rest of the world didn't like the film oh, too because that just kind of crashed and burned. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god, it burns. It <laughs> All right, burns. take deep breath. She's that's insane. like the only one you didn't <laughs> I like. I know. I really hate. Because you that love movie. everything. Usually. I know. I hate that movie. All right, good. So stay away from Turbo. Yeah, don't watch Turbo. Okay, this next one. I, I bought this film. I rushed to buy this film on Blu-ray. It, I remember seeing the trailers, and I, I wish I had seen this in the theater. I saw the trailers, and it looked so dumb and so childish, and it blew me away when I watched it, which was Mr. Peabody and Sherman. I love this film. Now, maybe you guys don't. Uh, don't. Uh, oh, you need to watch it. Have you seen I it? I have seen it. Okay, I'm telling you, it's a hidden gem. Please watch it again newly. It, it's about this this you know dog that has a time machine, yeah. and he adopts a human boy, and the film is about like you know th- these people are basically trying to take away his kid from him, yeah, and you know mr peabody goes through time and then sherman goes through time it is so sweet 
and so I charming and heartbreaking. Like the best parts were like the father and son. Moments. Oh my! They great. are so moving. I mean, I didn't grow up with Peabody and Sherman, so I didn't really have that nostalgia. I had no idea what there. it was. Oh, you didn't know? It was I didn't a, even yeah. know what it was. As I said, the trailers looked dumb. I remember watching it, and I was like. Oh my, there's this montage of him raising this kid yeah. to lovely boy by John Lennon. Yeah. You know, that I was like, oh my God. Yeah, this, that this, part's really sweet. That scene was so emotional. And then the ending and everything. And then it's kind of funny and silly. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, give it a try again. Because it maybe it's just one of those films that somehow, you know, it found a place where it could touch me personally. Because yeah. it wasn't a big hit. It yeah. wasn't. I, I was just... So surprised. I, I've seen it like five times and I love it. What was really hard for me is I'm very picky about my time travel because I'm like, I, I, I know I know good con- time travel and I know bad time travel and it's like timelines and it's like, okay, you can either set it up so that it's like an alternate timeline. So when you did this, you now have created an alternate timeline and that's why it's different. Or right. you can, it's one timeline and everything you do has already happened it. or it changes it. And it was just like, it was, it's timeline rules were all over the place. And it was like really hard for me to think with because it was like, this is not a good time travel movie. It, it does sense. get entangled in all that yeah, stuff, but, it, it but you're right. Really it actually, it way. was the father-son relationship, yes. even though it's a dog and a boy, mm. that I found so touching. Anyway, clearly I'm alone in this, but it's okay. I I'm I'm it. an ambassador for this movie, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. It's not what it looks like. It looks like a silly little kids film, and it's actually smart and very heartwarming. So check it out. All right, we're we're gonna move on to the next one. Um, we probably want to wrap this up in about ten minutes. Let's see if we can do that because we've still got some really good ones, <laughs> and then a couple of you know eh, ones. Yeah. Okay, How to Train Your Dragon Two. Mm-hmm. So okay, good. Just before you guys talk, because I made a fool of out of myself earlier. Did so you? Were you in the theater? By I yourself was. With a big I of was also in the theater. It's so funny because my memory is almost identical with um. What was the other one? Kung Fu Panda Two yes. and How to Train Your Dragon Two. Together, no, I remember I was. Oh, you saw it a second time. I was cause... in. Yeah, maybe I saw it with you, but I was like in a. I was. I was traveling. Oh, okay. And because I remember I was on my own. And uh, here's the reason why I remember watching it on my own. And uh, again, f- with kids all around me. Number one, because when the father spoilers dies. Yeah. Uh, it it really moved me. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it almost brought me to tears and I turned and looked at the six year old but you know beside me and you know <laughs> we both shed a tear. Yeah. Um and that then part was heart wrenching. And so then also tough. again the the aerial sequences in mm. the beginning mm-hmm. so were breathtaking. Yeah. Beautiful. All right I ladies over to you. I definitely liked more of those aerial scenes. Like there wasn't there was the great one at the beginning but there wasn't as many as I would have liked. Right. I really it's like beginning stuff. and end. Those some really yeah, good ones. yeah, and I like those, and I just wish there was more in the movie. Oh, and then the mother gets introduced. Yeah, and in the I second really like that they did that with the mother. And what was really funny is because the scar on Hiccup's uh, chin, he actually has that in the first one. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I actually noticed that in the first one. Oh, and they no. explain it or they refer to it. No, they didn't even talk about it in the first oh. one. But if you look in scenes, you can see. Oh, yeah, he's got Detail. this little scar yeah. on his cheek or on his chin, and it was like, oh, and then they actually brought it into the second one and made it an actual thing and i was like wow they they actually that's continuity that's really cool and i really like that and i like the dynamic between him and his mother because he does really much take after his mother and i really like that 
What's hard for me about this movie is I don't think it is as good as the first one because the rushed villain of you mentioned Blo- Bloody Fist. I remember because, this. Yeah, because it's like... Oh, you mentioned this before. Yeah, because yeah, right. his mom was originally supposed to be the villain and That's then they ended right. up changing it halfway through production. And the villain and was like, not, meh, oh, you're right. I, I've watched the movie and if you just skip all the scenes with Bloody Fist or Blood Fist, it's a great movie. Oh, and Jon Snow's in this. I'm so yes. sorry. I don't remember the actor's <laughs> name. I just know him as Jon Kit, Snow. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like the hunky guy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that works great. So if yeah. you just skip all the scenes with Drago, it's a great movie. That's also cutting out half of the movie. <laughs> but like the scene, yeah. The, the scene baby dragons. The baby dragons. The the bewildered beasts. No one can, tr- can control the baby yeah, dragons. I yeah. love that. Having having the, the mind control in... Losing Toothless, what was really hard about me for that scene for me was because we just lost Stoic and you were yeah. still feeling the that father, pain. right? Yeah. yeah, and then you feel the pain of that, and then Bloodvist gets on Toothless and immediately knows how to control the fin. It's like, right. I'm sorry, we had to have an entire montage in the first one for Hiccup, who made yeah. the thing, come to figure on, out how to work. Mm. and you can just fly on Toothless. I'm sorry, what yeah, that's this, true. Is, this does not work for me. Bloodvist does not work for me, and I was like. Why? Why? And it may be flawed. I don't know. I, I still yeah. liked it. I loved I it. I loved I, the first one yes, too. As well. The first one is is far above. Yeah, it. yeah absolutely. Yeah, so, I, maybe. Fingers I, 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 well, I was just going to say, I think I didn't see How to Train Your Dragon in the theater. Right. I think I saw it on home video yeah. and I saw the second one in the theater, yeah. like on opening night. I saw night. that one in IMAX. And maybe that's why it had more, Im- or it's yeah. more memorable to yeah. me. Yeah. They're yeah, fantastic, so, though. Yeah, I, I love all the scenes without Bloodvis in them. Because <laughs> it's just like, I, I've watched the scenes, I've watched like halfway through the movie, and it's like, oh yeah, watching all this stuff with his mom, discovering his mom. I've watched that, and then you just skip the other scenes, and it's like, no, I, I don't I even remember Bloodfist. All right. Okay, good. Moving on. Penguins of Madagascar, 2014. So I watched this. It's very childish. It is. It's ridiculous. But I love it. It's so funny. It's very my funny. Favorite I love part, the penguins. My favorite part is the fact that they have Benedict Cumberbatch playing That's this wolf. Right. And he cannot, cannot pronounce the word penguins. Oh, I saw and that on the Graham abs- Norton yeah, show. He can't abs- say penguin. So if you listen to him in that movie, he's saying penguins. 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 And it just, it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I just saw that clip on the Graham Norton show a couple weeks ago. So watch. So I'm sitting there in the theater, right? And I'm listening to him say these names are, and I'm just losing it. And nobody else is losing it. Nobody else is listening to that. And I'm just losing my mind because it is the funniest thing ever. That's so funny because he's talking about that on on this talk show, the British talk show with Benedict Cumberbatch. And they're, they're laughing about it. And he's like, well, this is all very funny, especially because. You just starred in a film called Penguins, <laughs> Penguins of, of Madagascar. Madagascar. And you did not say the word. And it's oh absolutely God. hilarious. Yeah. It was quite forgettable. Yes. I do love those characters. Yeah. I think no it's problem. a good example of how those characters work great in like small doses. Yes. Because yes. in their As own the film. Relief yeah. Kind yes. of thing. Yes. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile, smile and, and wave. wave. <laughs> oh, I love them. Yes. Okay, good. Um, the next one, I actually didn't watch or i don't remember it's home 2015 yes. I saw that. is yeah. it good i think it stars rihanna and what's like jim parsons yeah. yeah yeah from um big bang, big bang, bang theory. theory yeah, yeah. got quite well reviewed it's I, fun i think it's, i watched some of it it just I didn't grab my attention i mean it's it's definitely a fun time i had a good time with it um i really like the fact that they didn't have 
the female characters weren't these perfect little stick figures. Like right. she had some curves and I liked that. And I didn't know it was Rihanna doing the voice acting. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a Rihanna song. Rihanna's singing all the, Oh, they got Rihanna to sing all the songs in this. Okay. And then I was like, oh, Rihanna was the <laughs> main character. Okay, cool. I like seeing the, the characters grow, and I like seeing Jim Parsons' character figure out the world around him and become more comfortable in the world around him. And that was fun. Yeah, it kind of came and some, went, but you liked it, It's not something huh? that I've watched again. So it wasn't great. Yeah, it's not. But it was like, I had a good like, time with cute. it. I had, I had a good time All right. with it. All right, good. Well, we'll, we'll move on. We've got it just a few left. It wouldn't me to watch it again. Okay, good. Yeah. It wouldn't be like Punishment. Right. It wouldn't be like watching. <laughs> it's on Netflix, It I wouldn't think. be yeah. like watching Turbo. So. <laughs> okay, so that's really racist. <laughs> I love that, really but bad. I'm sure there is something wrong it's with so it. bad. Yeah, it just didn't interest me. Okay, good. Moving on. Um, Kung Fu Panda 3 so it, what happens yeah, in this movie again? It, okay this is where he reunites with his father played right. by Brian Cranston right and, and he goes on this big journey right? there's yeah. a big adventure and they all come after him because they need him to come and save the day and then all the pandas mm-hmm. are chained like trained because they yeah. have to all use this chi right it's but a lot more fight. yeah it's a lot more childish yeah. and it's a yeah. lot more slapstick and comical but I still really enjoyed it, was, it. Yeah, I mean, I've I, seen it two I, or three times the big thing that really sticks out in my head is the two fathers trying to get Poe's attention, basically. It's oh, like, the goose. We have the goose father who's <laughs> like still panda. going around like, I raised you. This is what I do. And, you know, then we have the other, that's his actual blood father. And it was like, the you're goose, my son. The goose is actually fantastic. Oh, the goose is so He's wonderful. played by this very famous, um, like, Asian actor yeah. who's been in a lot of 80s movies, like Big Trouble oh, in Little China yeah. and, and stuff like, like that. Yeah, and it's like he's really funny because yeah. he said in, uh, in the behind the scenes that it's a combination of a Chinese father and a Jewish mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's that's like, perfect. I see it. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wants, um, you know, po. Kung, yeah, Poe to be like a, a rice. A, a noodle maker. A noodle maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you don't want to be the chosen one. You're a noodle maker. You're going to be the noodle. <laughs> anyway, it's fun. You know, it's, it's, I don't think it's as strong as the other two, yeah, but yeah. I, I love it's it. It's still and fun. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they're going to do another one. Probably. Right? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Trolls. This was 2016. This was big. I, I'm a fan of Anna I Kendrick, Justin Timberlake. They had that big song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I turned I it off after it. 20 minutes. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just again. too silly for me. It's too childish. It's so my cup of tea. I'm I really just like, I, I, Girls, I, the I floor love, is yours. <laughs> I love the bright colors. I love the silly characters. You can definitely tell that it went through many stages. Like there's like points where it's like, and now her hair is completely different. Why? Yeah. We don't know. Because, oh, look, in this trailer that they released earlier, mm-hmm. She has a different thing than here. Okay, this this went through a lot of stages. I get it. We also have Zoe Deschanel in it, who plays this uh, this not troll Bergen plays this Bergen who. What's a Bergen? The, the main villain the of bad, oh. the bad yeah. guys. Oh. They're like the anti trolls. They eat trolls. They eat the oh. trolls to be happy. Nasty. Yeah. yeah, and so they have this Zoe Deschanel playing this bergen that's in love with the the that prince, whole story which is adorable is cute it's so cute yeah. as i said i didn't get past like 20 minutes yeah so. I, and i love uh, justin timberlake's character who's like the one grumpy troll and all the rest of them are like happy and joyful and glitter and he's just like we're all gonna so die yeah, the only thing i took from that film was i, I like that song can't well, stop the it's also the yeah. best version of true colors like it's ever. true like it's that one so beautiful that one actually made me tear up at that when he started singing them like mm. oh you, you mean that song by yeah. sydney lawper 
huh? Yeah. Well, they do. Justin and Anna uh, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. They actually performed it when the oh. movie came out, and it's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the and film then, did well. Yeah, in the in the movie, the, the when he does it, it's just so heartfelt in oh that moment gosh. that I was just like, and I'm crying. It's now. in a scene where he's really <laughs> trying to lift her up because yeah, right. she, she's now for the first time ever. She's like despondent, and, and you know, blah blah blah. So he comes up and, and brings sings her this beautiful song, yeah. and it's like, all right, this is why I, I had a crush on trolls. That's why it was so cute. Oh, for you me. did. Yeah. I had like fifty of them. Yeah, yeah I different couldn't sizes. Yeah. And the funny thing was, when I saw the preview, I was like, eh, this looks stupid. And then Dang. I saw it, and I was like, this is awesome. I know, right? I was the exact same way. Where I was like, this looks terrible. And then I saw it, and I was just, oh, right. They did great. This is why I had a trust, uh, crush on Justin Timberlake yeah. when I was younger. Right. He's totally heartthrob. And a really good voice actor, actually. <laughs> All right. And, and that singing voice. Mm, boy. Okay, he has a great voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was down. perfect. All right. Enough time on Trolls. And the chemistry, mm, I, actually, I won't, between but... him and Anna Kendrick right. was Get really good. Get past the first 30 minutes. I'm serious. Uh, maybe maybe I've have nothing better to do but that's okay I'm glad you guys liked it you know look that's the great thing about films some films just don't resonate with people it's others do true. you know yeah. um, I remember I wasn't interested then it got all this hoopla and I was like oh I'll check it out and I watched 20 minutes and I was like oh my goodness I turned it off actually with, with Daniela with my wife alright moving on now, this next one surprised me. The Boss Baby with Alec Baldwin. Now, you didn't no, like it, I right? I haven't actually seen it. I loved it. I have only seen I clips of it. I loved it. Danny and I were so surprised because this film, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, I think whoever wrote the script was like, smoking something yes uh, it, it that's is, kind of the feeling i got which so is why I didn't watch weird it. and trippy you know it's like these yeah, these new babies are born and then some of them are basically like businessmen and it but it's really weird it's very odd and yeah. offbeat um and then there's this whole story about how basically puppies are taking over babies um <laughs> But it's so also weird. about this bond with this this ba boss baby yeah. and this family that he actually falls in love with. Right. Um, and then it was so funny because, uh, I mean, it caused so much controversy because it got Oscar nominated yes. for Best Animated Feature. I'm like, it was, was there critically reviled else? and it got an Oscar nomination. Well, it like, didn't win. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Did we not have any other animated films that came out that year i'm like is that why was there like nothing else I don't in the think barrel that was a lot. so i'm like Ooh. here's all i'll say you said you haven't seen it not in this, i've seen clips i was it was on the tv and i was just kind of watching it over my shoulder i never sat down and watched the entirety of it just give it a try i you know we watched it on netflix uh, Danny and I, you know, we were like, oh God, this is it's going to be so stupid. We were so, so surprised with how much we enjoyed it. Oh, my nephews I think, love it. Yeah, I think at the very <laughs> least, you'll be mildly entertained. Yeah. You know, anyway, that's Boss Baby. Okay, Captain underpants 2017 I've never seen this okay so, i was not a fan of the of the what was it the books or was it comics? yeah it's like a comic book or a yeah. kid's book it's nick kroll kevin hart that. first of all it was called captain underpants and i'm not right. into that kind of like potty humor so i never read it and I it's on netflix watch it. the thing that kind we of gave it 20 interest, minutes and turned it off yeah the thing that piqued my interest is like oh weird al yankovic has a song in there oh really i want to yeah i wish i'd that. gotten to that but you can just google or youtube like, that clip okay. <laughs> okay, that 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 kind of peaked my interest, but never not enough to actually watch the movie. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't. We think turned that. a lot. It was very childish, and it, it didn't catch my interest yeah. at all. 
Boss Baby, actually, I, I genuinely would recommend it. Was, it surprised me, but Captain Underpants, yeah, that can go. Yeah. All right, that's it. We did them all. Oh my gosh. Well done, we g- did ladies. Them all? Yeah, that's wow. all the DreamWorks films. Pretty and then, good. of course, we have March next year, How to Train Your Dragon 3, yes. which is supposed to close out the chapter. It's apparently the they last keep film. Making Hiccup yeah. more attractive. I it's know. Like, <laughs> this is really weird for me because it's, I feel like, you know, when you're... But he's getting older, man. Yeah, he's getting older, but it was really weird for me because it's like, oh, it kind of feels like um when you've used to babysit for a kid, like and when he, he was really hot. young. And yeah. then you see him years later and he's like, wow, now you're attractive, but I remember when I was changing. It's like Anakin Skywalker and Padme. No, I, I have a kid like that that Stop I used to babysit. So now he's really good looking. Yeah, that must be very yeah, weird. It's, it's super weird. weird. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. All right, that was fun. Yay! Yeah, we really did fun. them all. So they don't have a ton of films, but again, I think they what we established... They have a couple Netflix series that are really fun. There's um, DreamWorks? Yeah, DreamWorks. They have Troll Hunters by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I heard that's good. Which is just fantastic. It just wrapped up its third season, but they're getting two spinoffs. And I want to check that out. Oh, it's so good. It gives me all the feels. It's a excellent pace, story, character development, cool world building, all in all. It's just fantastic. I'm watching it for the third time again. It's so good. That's awesome. And then they also have Voltron Legendary Defenders, which took Never me, heard of that. Took me a minute. It's like a reboot from a show in the 80s, I think. Okay. Um, and it definitely took me a minute to get into it because the first episode was like, wow, look at all this amazing coincidences. Ha look at that. And I was just like, this is so dumb. But I actually sat down, binged watched it, and I was like, well, the new season's about to start in like five days. And I'm like super pumped. And those are both DreamWorks things. I'm like, oh, yeah, DreamWorks is killing it in the TV That's shows. That's cool. So they got oh, some stuff going on they Netflix. They definitely do. And I think we've established, I mean, they have the best franchises they do have how they to do. train it's your like dragon yeah. madagascar. madagascar shrek yeah. kung fu uh, panda. panda well the first two yeah but i mean incredible great netflix series the uh, dragon's race to the edge also fantastic netflix series they're doing awesome. pretty good with netflix series like things that you can like binge watch cool they're I very love good it. maddie the max always full of energy <laughs> It's always a pleasure having you on always the show. Always a pleasure to be here. I'll call me back to do this anytime. We, well, awesome. we still have to do Disney. Exactly. Yes, Believe it or not, do. we haven't done we Disney. We haven't done Disney it's yet. It's ridiculous. We do that. We're saving the best for last. Of so that's what we'll call you back for next. Yay. One more time. Where can people find you? You can find me at youtube.com forward slash Maddie to the max, M-A-D-I, the number two, the max. I'm also Maddie to the max on all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, uh, Vivo, all 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 <laughs> the things, all the things, Amiibo, I'm, all that. LinkedIn. <laughs> I think I do actually. Have oh my a god, that was a joke. I haven't, I haven't logged into that in a really long time. Deviant Art. No wait, no. Snapchat. Not Deviant Art. I'm not that on Deviant Art. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thanks again, Maddie the Max. Always glad to be here. This is Tony the Movie Guy saying good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks so much for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Friendly reminders, don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes. It's extremely helpful. We love those five-star reviews. 
Also, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. You can also email us at TonyTheMovieGuyPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our new website, TonyTheMovieGuy.com. We hope you visit it, check it out, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.